nightmare. Hello and welcome to Cinema Subculture, the podcast where we discuss everything strange, obscure and downright messed up in the world of movies. My name's Gary. And I'm Simon. So welcome to episode 30. Today we are going to be discussing Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. So Gary, tell me what you know about Rob Zombie. Not very much. <laughs> no? Not seen any of his movies before this. Mm-hmm. seen parts of the I know, I didn't know he was a musician before he was a filmmaker. Um, I know he's made um, a number of films. House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween, Halloween 2. Hell's Rejects. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know much about him. I, did, I, I guess, like, first time I properly knew him um, music-wise, um, do you remember a film called Idle Hands? Right, never seen it. Devin Sawa and Seth Green and things like that. Anyway, <clears throat> there's a bit in it where um, music comes on TV and it's 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 Dragula, the song, uh, which is a song that's kind of an ode to, remember, what's it called, Wacky Races? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they kind of, one of their cars was the, the kind of uh, Adams Family-esque. Right. People had, and it was Dra- the Dragula, I think it was, was the name of the car. <clears throat> anyway. That's how I first got to know his, his music anyway. Um and I never really wasn't really that into it or anything like that until like, one of my friends had like one of the the greatest hit series. We just fired it on and it's that's not it's not nothing's gonna change the world. But it's kinda fun and it was kinda the, some of the references in it are to old horror films and kinda, you know, um like kinda like Mannix esque uh, like clips from movies at the begins oh, yeah. and the ends of films or during the middle of films things like that so <clears throat> it definitely appealed to me I never saw House of Thousand Corpses too much late- later um, I don't know if you like it or not I mean I, I, it's, it's it's a kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2-esque okay. film but it's it's got a lot of odds to the kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre as well um, Dale Rejects is a bit more heart like serious Closer to the original Texas Massacre, I, I mean, closer than than House. I really enjoyed his his Halloween. I, when I first saw it, I mean, I'm a big Halloween fan. I I did quite like his his remake. I mean, a lot of people really don't like it, and that's probably sacri- sacrilege to a lot of Halloween fans. But I I did enjoy it. Um, his Halloween two, I wasn't keen on. I still haven't watched the director's cut. Apparently. I've just heard, I've heard recently that they had a lot of problems with the the studio <coughs> on the first one and the second one didn't get to make a lot of choices on it, which you can imagine with a bit of kind of high profile remake like Halloween, um. But to not have the a lot of choices that the cut that was released of Halloween too certainly, I don't know. It didn't feel like Halloween to me. As I haven't seen the the the, the director's cut to, to comment on that, um. And then we have a uh, Lords of Salem. That's just movies. They're like an animated feature. Um, he directed uh, Werewolf Women of the SS, yeah. the trailer, and one of the Greenhouse, oh, Greenhouse yeah. films. So apparently this is his first film that he's had kind of complete control over. Right. So, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I wasn't taking on it. No. I did find it a bit of a slog to get through. Um, didn't really like characters. Um, thought dialogue was kind of poor. Uh, Oh, it was had a lot of derivative elements from other movies. That's, yeah, I mean that that's definitely something that's present in his. Uh, 
I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut in. Um, I feel that um, where it works really in, in the film's favours for me in House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, it doesn't work quite as well here. Because it works there because it's kind of nostalgia and, and you're kind of getting a, a similar feeling to like Hitchhiker's Chainsaw Massacre and, and um, kind of like CD kind of like, you know, crazy films like that of that time, um, like 70s and 80s like films. Um, whereas this, it feels like he's channeling like Kubrick or trying to channel Kubrick and, and, um, and that ilk. Um, maybe some like Rosemary's Baby and, and Suspiria and things like that and yeah. I don't know if it works as well with those films because they are very specific yeah. you know it has a kind of vacant quality for me I didn't feel like there was any kind of sincere expression mm-hmm. of uh, it felt like he didn't really have anything to say it was like as if he kind of wanted to make like, a Kubrick style film but not everyone can do that mm-hmm. Um because I felt a lot of the, it's a new imagery I like, usually like stuff like that in films, but it felt like, it's like this kind of, the cycle remake in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, if you, uh, if you, you study a film and you do it exactly, rebuild it exactly the same, um, it's still, it's missing that kind of thing that's between the, between the lines, like between the cuts that makes it something great, like a cycle or a, mm-hmm. Um, and you can reconstruct it, but it's not possible sometimes to create the same magic. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt with this. It was like like something like The Shining or like a David Lynch film, um, but it didn't have that kind of. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. The term X Factor, but I keep going there. That you, th- you think that come that maybe that feeling comes from the fact that it is kind of der- derivative. You know what I mean? It's it is imagery that we've seen similar to before whereas when these directors did it for the first time it was kind of new and 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 it's very much of them you know what i mean like if 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 uh, you know the originality isn't there necessarily is that is that what the the, the factor is there's a lot of films that use that kind of dream imagery and stuff but in this i didn't really feel it was adding up too much um i didn't get the thematic underpinning to it um, I just felt it was like he wanted to be a David Lynch, but some people have got it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's maybe like, see, it's difficult for me to really comment because mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of his other movies. But some directors can do that. Some directors are just meant for more nuts and bolts style, which maybe he is. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not that this film is totally horrible. Because I think he has got a, a good. As get skill for a nicely composed image, uh, and the film looks quite nice. Um, but I just feel like there was it did have that kind of emptiness that it wasn't really amounting to much. Um, it was aspiring to something, but not really getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I first I saw the trailer for this, I was really quite excited about this because it, it did look like a kind of like Lynchian Kubrick style, yeah. you know, thing. Um, maybe some inspiration from Argento, style wise, anyway, and with the kind of witch stuff as well. Um, <clears throat> and the first time I watched it, I did feel that kind of empty. Like I, I wasn't sure what 
I didn't get from what I felt I was gonna get from it. You know, maybe I was overhyped myself just except you know, I wanted to see it. I thought it was gonna be something completely different for him, which it is you know, it is completely different from me the other stuff. Um so I don't know if that but I mean I watched it again for the podcast and, and I, I I didn't I didn't feel it was a slog. I'd I'd I i i quite enjoyed it. Um there are some hokey performances in it, sure. Um I don't know, there's something endearing with it to me, and I can't quite my finger on it. I, 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 maybe it is just because it's it's seen someone go outside of their comfort zone, or from what they've done before, and you know, and because I have enjoyed his previous work, maybe I'm a little biased. But I mean, that didn't save Halloween two for me, so I don't see why that this should. Right. Um, I mean, certainly the, there are elements from Halloween two that seem to be similar to this i mean and there's talk about this being like a kind of feeling like a spiritual kind of sequel to or a prequel to that felt you know like a kind of in tone and stuff and i can kind of see that but um i don't know i'd it was something that, that just carried me along with it i can't i can't describe it um i really like the sound design the music i thought that the lord's theme was was really quite um engrossing um and I quite, I quite like the kind of switching back and forth to the, the the witch setting, and and the actual climax of the film I thought was was quite uh, dramatic. The way it built up it to like, and then like the, the imagery in that that end when it's like her psyche almost breaking down. Um, I don't agree necessarily with everything that got us there. There's some scenes that were, to his own admission, I think like were cut short because of time constraints and location right. things like that. That he had, they had just made do with. I mean, you know, you can't really make that excuse for him. But I don't know. I, I, I definitely the second time watching this, I was I was more prepared for what I was getting. So uh, I I I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Like I I I. It wasn't what I initially thought. The first time I watched it, it wasn't initially what I thought I was going to get. But knowing what I was going to get. When I watched the second time, I definitely appreciated it more. Um, I don't know. I mean, his wife stars in it, Sharon Moon Zombie. Um, she's been criticised for this and other, other performances. But I don't know. I don't feel she's that bad in this. Right. At all. I, 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 I've never felt she was bad. In Halloween, the remake, I thought she was quite believable. I've never, that was the first Rob Zombie film I think I'd seen at that point. Uh, I thought she was quite believable as... as um, God, I can't remember mother's name but mrs myers right i can't remember her name it's terrible um i thought she was quite believable and quite tragic in that character um in house of thousand corpses she's quite cartoony similar character in devil's rejects as the same character it's just a little, a little more grounded um she didn't have much to play with in halloween too she's essentially playing the ghost of the mother um and but i don't know in this I, th- I thought she was felt like the character you know I don't, I don't i don't i didn't feel i felt that that's the way the character should be his characters are sometimes kind of like that you know they, they have this kind of like zaniness to them um which again i think accounts for my acceptance of the dialogue because I've, maybe because I've, I've, I've seen what has come before right. um it does it, the characters do feel similar to, to the, those other films and that that they're kind of outlook on the world right. you know uh, and and the kind of like redneck kind of 
especially in, in those, those first two films, and I feel that carries on to this, um, and that's kind of aesthetic. Maybe that's what it is. It's like a, a redneck Kubrick kind of style is what's happening. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. All I know is that I, I, I quite enjoyed this film the second time around. Um, first time it was a bit, it was not what I was looking for necessarily, but um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I had a bit of problem with the. That's a wee bit nitpicky, nitpicky, but the the radio, the DJs and the style of show they did, mm-hmm. they're meant to be kind of those kind of crazy DJs. Mm-hmm. But it feels like some the way they interview the guy as if they're kind of mocking him. Mm-hmm. But it's meant to be like it's like a metal style show or something, or more like alternative. I think it's just it's it's, it's kind of a parody on the shock jock. That's what I think it's meant to be. It's it's kind of like they think they're they think they're really shocking. So it's like it's a show that's quite quite alternative. I think they just they play anything. I mean, she plays um, what is it? She plays at the beginning. It's just, it's like Lady's Choice. Uh, Rush, Rush, yeah, yeah. I mean, he says in the commentary, I think that like, he he heard once that no girls like, like there's no female Rush fans, so he thought he wanted Heidi to be a, a Rush fan. Uh, I think he said he'd been listening to watch a documentary that morning before they shot the scene, and he thought that that'd be kind of funny. So I don't know. I think that it's a parody on the shock jock. They think they're more shocking and and witty than they are, because I mean they're essentially like a small town radio station it's not like a, a national radio station i think that's i think it's they're trying to be a kind of howard stern-esque thing but i don't have a problem i don't know i i, I found i think again it's like what, what i find with his music it's, it's not really changing my world but i find it kind of fun and this film wasn't as fun to me as, as as his first couple of films but i don't know i still found it interesting enough for me to, to, to go along with um I don't like I don't like apologising for for liking a film, and I, so I don't want to do that at all. So I'm not because I, I tend to do that sometimes. But no, I I I I enjoy him as a director. Um, as I say, there's only been one film that I've really thought that ah, didn't I didn't fit with me. Um, but no, I, it, what didn't change my world? It wasn't as good, as fun to me as his first couple of films, but it definitely had something for me that kept me watching. Um. Maybe it's just him as a person as well. Um, yeah, I find it quite interesting. So I was going for a kind of, <clears throat> you weren't really sure what was really happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought maybe it did use that um, trick a wee bit too much where every time something crazy happened, Heidi would wake up. Mm. Is that true? I, 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 didn't, I didn't notice that necessarily. I, t- I took it and I tried to take it on face value much like like when we watched the Inland Empire, you know, like everything that's happening is happening mm. as much as I could, right. you know, and I just took the wake up says that was the, the morning after or like oh, or or you know thing, that, that was only sorry that was only seen yeah that that definitely seemed to be like there was something not oh. quite right there that was only seen that I thought did she not wake up just after that there's uh, the scene where I don't know the character's name the other DJ uh huh yep he's at a our apartment, or sure, and um, some ghosts or something turn up and tap the shoulder and he dies and he falls over, something. Um. Okay, that's when like she, cause she, she passes out at that point and that he's gonna call the ambulance. 
Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I never noticed it myself that, you know, I, I just took whatever was happening and was happening to her perception because she's affected. It's effectively like this witch pushing her way into the world through Heidi. Um, and bringing with her the kind of like the the demons or whatever whatever are, are with her, um, mm. I don't know. I never noticed it too much, to be honest. You could you could be right. I mean, yeah. they probably are. It probably could seem like that. Um, you weren't a fan of the the three kind of modern day witches. I thought they. Those actors were going way over the top. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I thought I don't know. I thought they were fun. I I thought they there was something interesting about them to me. Again, they they were definitely over the top and cartoonish. But again, again, that's that's him. That's just yeah. the way. I think he has his characters. It's just it's there's something like the D Wallace, the the, the well, the mother from ET played the mum in ET. Like um, she plays a kind of eccentric kind of naive kind of woman you know she's kind of the kind of childlike one at first she becomes the, the more sinister one later on but i quite i don't know i quite like the interaction with them they were just they were weird and just kind of like what's you didn't know what they were wanting or what they're whether they are trying to hurt heidi or 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 they were for i mean they seemed to be protecting her essentially but you weren't really sure i mean what there was also the issue of like heidi had been like a drug user um and whatever was happening to her was causing her to like, fall off the wagon yeah. as well. Uh, I don't feel that was very fully, fully ex- explored. I mean, obviously, that was given as a kind of what her colleagues thought were, was happening to her when she was being kind of like tormented by these witches, effectively. Yeah. I mean, he's quoted in an interview uh, as saying that he, that he did want to, like, um, he was trying to evoke something that he felt when he was watching Kubrick. Yeah. Um, he wanted to make the audience feel as if they were experiencing what the characters were, were experiencing. Yeah. I don't feel he's, he's fully, you know, accomplished that, really. But I don't know, like, there are elements, there are certain elements that I feel that it's, you're like, the, the, to me, the finale, cause, because the climax, when, when it is kind of going through, like, kind of stuff that's happened, kind of perverse versions of what's happened through the film, mm. it's kind of like going through our mind uh, as, it, as it's supposed to be breaking down. Um, I don't, I don't feel he, he 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 perfectly captures that at all. But there are elements there for me, that, you know, of of experiencing what the characters, you know, we stay with Heidi pretty much, and we kind of do go down the crazier. What we see is getting the worse off she becomes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, there is some kind of cool images. I quite like the one um, she's in the bathroom or something, and then there's a painting in the wall that starts. Mm. Crying mm-hmm. Do you know what that image is from? Is it a movie or something? It was familiar, but I thought it was actually from this. What's that? Th- those images were from this film, like um. It's like a guy with a balaclava and a gun. Oh right. That's the one I was talking about. Hmm. Uh... I'm not sure. Um. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's it's not throwing anything up. I've, I can find the picture. Right. Uh... But um, I don't really know. Um, or not. What's it there? 
Legend, ja und ja. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. But just because uh, the one over a bed is like trip to the moon. Sure. Mm-hmm. Moon face. Moon face. Yeah. Uh, th- there was some comment about the decoration of our our um like our room or apartment, you know, being very abstract. Yeah. Like as like it, she seems to be quite an organised person. Because of maybe like coming off of the, the drug usage and things like that, yeah. whereas the, our dec- the decoration of our apartment seems to more reflect the kind of like when you get to the the end, there's a lot of scenes with that, or you know the artwork, the stuff from a room, like in the kind of scenes of kind of like weird imagery, you know, her and the the goat and and things like that. These things are still you see her bed and and the poster still behind it and stuff like that. But it's in the middle oh. of that large uh, theater and stuff. Yeah. I think it was just to kind of, guess to, to kind of thematically show that her mind already in this kind of turmoil and kind of her trying to stay out with that inner kind of organized bubble yeah. uh, and not fall off the wagon. But yeah. I'm just gonna ask you. How he shot it? Was it shot in film or? It was really shot Halloween on uh, thirty five, but then for some reason he shot Halloween two on oh, yeah. sixteen. I think he said that like uh, it just had a too clean a look. Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Um, no, shot digitally. Yeah, okay. Mhm. Hmm. Wonder if he made it. Uh, made it look too grainy. Mhm. He says, um, as if somebody had asked him, he says, was Lord of Salem shot in film? And he says, no, um, it was digital, the whole movie. They set, they spend so much time with digital trying to make it look good, and I spend so much time later trying to make it look bad. <laughs> um, he says, I wish it actually looked crappier. Uh, the only reason I didn't shoot in film was I knew that the schedule was so tight and that we, were going to ha- we weren't going to have the time to light it properly. Yeah. Um, and you can move faster with video, obviously. So, Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about this this film. I mean, I I, I completely understand your arguments on it, and I agree with them to an extent. I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing at all with them, but I still like I still like the film. So it's not my favorite of his films, but um, I like it more than you like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair enough. Um. Cool. I mean, let anyone else listen. Let us feel free to know. Let, let us know what you think. Uh, it seems to be quite divisive, even within pe- people that like Rob Zombie's oh, director. You know, what I mean, it's people. Some people that have liked every one of his films religiously and really didn't like this, and people that have never liked his films and liked this, and and everything in between. So, I don't know. As I say, I I I like it. I don't love it, but I th- you know, I thought I was gonna really like you know enjoy it, but um. Yeah, that's all. That's all she wrote. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Um, next episode, we're going to be looking at Gary David Cronenberg's Trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, who stars in that? It's um, what's his James, name? James. Not James Woods. Spader. James, is it? Yeah. Yeah, James Spader. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so we're going to look at that film next time on episode 31. Hope you're looking forward to it. Um, 
yeah, I think that'll do us for today. See you next time.